call is being recorded. Daddy. How are you, sir? I'm well. <clears throat> so, um, uh, this episode, I literally this... just pulled out of my driveway to go get Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, go get some Dunkin'. So this episode is our season finale. What? Yeah, it's our season finale. This will be up at the end of December. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I mean, there's still, there's still a Star Wars episode that's going to be up after this one. But, like, as far as our regularly scheduled episodes go, this is our season finale. So, so it's exciting. I I saw a one uh, Dorian Boxes. Yeah. Uh, on Friday. Yeah, how I is he? Our number one fan. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. I can't remember. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Uh, I I think I texted you a picture of my cat's big fat belly. Okay. I'm not sure. Um. He. I said to him, I was like, oh, uh, return should be up if you're going to, you know, if you're still listening. And he was like, I saw that it's up. I haven't listened to it yet, but I will have feedback. Okay. I'm che- I'm actually looking at our email right now. It's a bunch of, bunch of junk email, actually. Todd Mills in your area <laughs> wants to see you. Oh, what is this? Uh, email titled, Are You the Podcast Creator We're Looking For? From Eugenio Warglean. Hi there, my name is Eugenio, and I'm the founder of Audrey. Now, I've heard of, I've heard about Audrey. I feel like they're probably kind of a scammy kind of thing. Okay. So, no, re- no real emails, as That's- it should be. Uh, so how was your Thanksgiving? How was your Thanksgiving? How was, uh, it was fantastic. It was nice and relaxing. Just the two of us. Good. I'm glad that you can have that. I got to go to my Nana's house. Yeah. Had, uh, I got both turkey legs this year. Oh, yeah? That's prestigious. Uh-huh. And uh, I got to do part of a Mandalorian puzzle with my my little nephews and my mom. Nice. And we got so incredibly frustrated at this puzzle. Mm. My cousin my cousin thought it was a good idea to get her two sons ages shoot, I'm going to fuck this up, 6 and 4. Mhm. I know the youngest one is 4. I think the oldest okay. one is 6. She's going to yell okay. at me, but yeah, she does. Yeah. Nobody listens to our shitty little podcast. No. Nobody listens. But, Except uh, Dorian Boxes. Mm-hmm. But, uh... She got them a 500-piece puzzle. Jeez. And it was... Uh, you know when Mando is carrying Grogu to his ship with all the flares and it's real close up on Grogu? Yeah. Well, that was the picture. Nice. 
so it's a whole bunch of like the same colors all over the place, so it was not easy to sort out. Mm-mm. I was like, what part of you thought that this was okay? There was a puzzle I saw one time. I think it's all white. It's just one color, and it's like 5,000 pieces. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like the most frustrating puzzle ever made. Aren't, like, aren't they all cut weird, too? Like there's circles and there's like <laughs> spiraling patterns and all kinds of shit in that. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not sure, though. I know that they do make some puzzles for like extreme puzzlers. They make some puzzles that like, uh, don't have corners. They don't have edges and corners. Ooh, that would fuck with me. Yeah. What in the hell is going on up here? It is 45 Extreme puzzlers. one truck all the way up there doing 30. That's unforgivable. Yeah. Well. That's not, not cool. So I don't care. Yeah. All I want so is finally, my large iced peppermint mocha. Yeah. Peppermint? I don't do the peppermint. Yeah. I don't uh, like mint. I like, the su- I like the Christmas season because that's when these flavors come out. And, mm, mm. <laughs> I, I prefer I the I may be one flavors. of the I'm only few like, people. Like pumpkin, pumpkin coffee I'm not big on, but pumpkin flavored things in general, like pumpkin donuts I like. But uh, I prefer the fall flavors. It's because you're a basic white girl. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I was putting together my beer for life because as a Cicerone, I get six free beers every month. Nice. And I I was looking, there's this one brand, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ales. And they make, everything they do is aged in Kentucky Bourbon Barrels. And their their Christmas seasonal seasonal I was I was considering it because it's a peppermint stout, and I just couldn't. Like I'm sitting there looking at it, I'm like I should try it just so I know, and I can like talk to people if they ask me about it. But like I don't want it. I know the brand. I know they make good beer. So if you like peppermint, I'm sure it's a good. I'm sure, it's a good beer. I do like peppermint. I like spearmint more, though. Like if I'm chewing gum or something like that. I like like spearmint less. Really? If you you told me I had to eat a mint, it would be peppermint. For some reason, though, peppermint patties, York peppermint patties, I do really like those. Probably because it's wrapped in chocolate and chocolate and peppermint is probably the best one of the best flavor combinations on the planet yeah sort of like peanut butter and chocolate yeah like Duncan's had a uh, peanut butter cup macchiato and my guy it's good my guy oh my god nice there was also they also had like a Kit Kat culotta at one point that was bomb I got a peanut butter I got a peanut butter stout right now I think a PB and J. Hold on, let me see. It's from Ingenious Brewing, the Smarty PB and J. Oh, it's a sour ale. I didn't realize that. That's actually kind of strange. That'll be interesting. Um, there's a there's a brewery in Framingham that does. I think it's Jack's Abbey. 
Yeah, they've got the the peppermint framing hammer and the and peanut butter, the PB and J framing hammer. Yeah. yeah. The framing hammer line, that those are all really good. really good. They're very good. The PB and J framing hammer, you can like it tastes like a like a sandwich. Like you can taste the bread. Yeah. Now Jack Savvy is hands down my favorite brewery and they're not available down here. Well, I'm sure you could order it. Oh no, no, they don't distribute down here at all. And Texas has like the strictest like distribution laws for beer I've ever seen. Wow. All right. Yeah. Like everything I run receiving, I'll be taking over like full time next year. But right now when our current receiver is out of town, I run receiving. And um normal normal deliveries, you just check everything off, make sure that everything's there, uh, receive the truck and then they um they'll bill you and you send them a check later. When beer comes in, you have to pay for beer on on site. Hold on one second, I'm not next to the speaker. I mean if people would pull up and not be complete douches. That would be awesome. Come on. I don't people. understand that. Why why can't people just stack up? We live in a society. This is annoying as shit. Are you like gonna, I count going to throw off the flow. I count minimum I count minimum three quarters of a car length in front of me and no one's moving up. That's ridiculous. People are stupid. You know what's great about about driving in Texas? That everybody seems to know how to do it here. Awesome. Uh, can Our, I get a large ice peppermint mocha cream only, please? Okay. And can I get uh, a ham, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel? Okay. And... Uh, Cinnamon raisin with plain cream cheese, please. Anything else? That's gonna do it. Thank you. <laughs> but for whatever reason, our traffic lights seem to go down fairly often. Mhm. And with no with no direction, everybody just sort of like they know how it works. It's like back in North Carolina, a traffic light was down, and it was like a fucking free-for-all. Nobody knew what the fuck they were doing. But like um, here, I saw everybody video. understands traffic lights down, you I see saw, like a stop sign. Yeah. I saw a video that they put a rotary in some random southern state. Mm-hmm. And everybody just, like, chose which direction they wanted to go. Oh, like, yeah, like people would like opposing traffic would go in like the same direction and like people would take like big long trailer trucks and go through them. And like it was I was like, yo, this is an absolute chaos. This is absolute chaos. That is kind of terrifying. Like. I know that being from New England and being from Massachusetts, rotaries are just like part of what we do. Yeah. But and even being used to a rotary, it's kind of nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't understand how people don't figure that out. 
Yeah. Like, the reason we paint lines on the ground is so that people know what direction traffic is flowing. Mm-hmm. Like, that double yellow line stays on the left side of your car. Yeah. So if there's no double yellow line... You're on the wrong side of the road. So, yeah. Like, that's why when you look at, like, highway on-ramps and stuff like that, the yellow line goes all the way down the left-hand side, and there's a white line on the other side. Mm-hmm. To tell you which way you're supposed to go. Yeah. Now that I've been bitching and moaning about people driving, clearly I'm from New England. Yeah. Nobody cares more about traffic than New England. I really hope the lady in front of me heard me talk all kinds of shit about her not pulling up. Me too. Fuck you, lady. Turns out we're 41 cents. You keep the change. And the cat is losing his mind. What? I don't know. He's just bombing all over the place. He's just a crazy nice. man. He's a crazy man with a big fat belly. We had a great hey, cuddle this too. morning. Thank you. You too. Uh, so bad news about Star Wars. What do you mean bad news about Star Wars? I don't like bad news about Star Wars. It looks like Rogue wait, Squadron. Maybe, what? maybe if you break the bad news in a good way, it won't sound so bad. <laughs> I watched I watched that movie recently too. Nice. Uh it looks like Rogue Squadron and Rangers of the New Republic have both been put on hold indefinitely. Citing creative differences. I, I literally want to cry right now. Like Rogue Squadron, I was really excited about. Rangers Rogue Squadron, Republic, I wasn't sure what, what what they were going for with it, but it could have been cool. But Rogue Squadron, I was really excited about. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, it was easily one of my favorite video games when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. They couldn't have just done it like a Top Gun style Star Wars fighter thing. Like that was that was what it was gonna be. Top Gun with X Wings. But I think I think with big franchise stuff we're gonna start seeing more of this because the studios want all this creative control, but they're like specifically hiring like filmmakers, like these artists who are going to want creative control. If you're going to take it away from them, they're just going to go. And I say that's a good thing. Like teach, teach the studios a lesson. They'll start understanding that like, not only do their artists want control, their fans want the artists to have control. Yep. It's like you look at stuff like the, the first suicide squad movie and 
than uh, like everything, just about everything that DC's done. And like their downfall is 100% that the studio takes control. And a studio executive doesn't know how to make a movie. They just know what in a movie is going to make money. And then when it's when it's their movie is basically a commercial for their franchise, it's not going to make that much money. It's frustrating. The state of Hollywood yes. is frustrating. Well, I mean. Hollywood Hollywood in general is a frustrating place. Yeah. It's too much money there. Yes. I mean California in general is <laughs> too much money, not enough not enough creativity. Yes. Uh we've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. We're almost caught up. Have you ever watched that? Mm-hmm. Nope. No. So Curb Your Enthusiasm, it's Larry David who was he um he was the showrunner on Seinfeld. He used to write for Saturday Night Live, he's a comedian, he's fucking hilarious. But uh <clears throat> it's a sitcom basically on HBO about Larry David and his best friend Richard Lewis and a bunch of other like celebrities play themselves. Uh, Richard Lewis is on it as a fairly frequent main character. He's Larry David's actual real-life best friend since they were in, like, their 20s. Uh, Ted Danson's on it a bunch. It's just a really funny show. If you, you, got, you got my HBO Max information. You should check it out. I think you'd like it. Okay. It's one of those things where, like, this is a show about, like, the worst people possible. I don't really like shows like that, dude. You, you got to give it a shot. Like everyone gotta, says to me, "Oh, you got to try so you got to try it's always sunny with in Philadelphia." Every single time I try that show, I end up hating myself for wasting the time. Yeah. Cuz that show's garbage and I don't understand why people like it. Mm. Bold take, but true. Yeah. I, you see, I personally do enjoy Always Funny, but I get it. I get that it's not everyone's cup of tea, but you should definitely check out Curb Your Enthusiasm. We, in, in like, I think it's been about two weeks, maybe a week and a half, we have, we have burned through 10 seasons. We just started season 11. Show's been on since, I want to say 2000, 2001, non-consecutive. Like, between season eight and nine, there was a six-year gap. Between season nine and ten, there was a three-year gap. All right. All right. And the season 11 just started. Ten-episode seasons, they're nice and quick. I think the first, like, the first eight seasons, I think they're half-hour episodes. And then with season nine, <clears throat> excuse me, oh, on okay. season nine, it goes up to 45 minutes. But still, not not very long at all. Fascinating. Yeah. 
But, like, uh, you know who Richard Lewis is, right? I think so. He plays the king in Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's what reminded me of it. Okay. Yeah. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's very funny. I think his stand-up is is incredible. I actually, when we first started watching it, I Googled to see if Larry David and and Richard Lewis were, were friends in real life. Says that Larry Davis and Richard Lewis met each other at summer camp when they were children and instantly hated each other. So now, obviously, they're best friends. I was going to say, sounds like somebody else. Sounds like some guys we know. He's some obnoxious fat fuck that I know. Some piece of shit skinny tool bag I used to know. Mm. I love you, buddy. I love you too, sir. But, um, so, I'm going to have a nice, like, relaxing day at home today. Good. Good, me too. I am go- I am going to attempt to finish Mass Effect 2 today. Do it. Mm-hmm. I might play a little cyberpunk later, I'm not sure. I heard that game's, like, pretty fucking good. It is. It's very good if you don't mind bugs. Like, it's still pretty buggy even with all the patches. It's actually up for best RPG of the year at the Game Awards this year. Which is quite a feat considering the reception of it when it came out. Keanu Reeves, though, is not up for for best performance somehow. Giancarlo Esposito is for Far Cry 6. That sounds like a disservice to the video game industry. Yeah. Well, the the fortunate thing is, like, you've got a lot of celebrities doing voices for for video games. Mm-hmm. But, like, most of the people who are up for this award are not, like, mainstream celebrities. They're video game actors. I think uh, the guy who does the voice of Peter Parker in the um, Spider-Man games, he's up for it. I think Giancarlo Esposito is the only one that comes to mind who's an actual, like, celebrity. Yeah. I think Sam Witwer has been nominated for it a few times. He was, uh, he was a star killer in Force Unleashed. And Deacon St. Oh, okay. John in um, Days Gone. But yeah, the Game Awards are coming up uh, in, I think, just a few weeks. So we might have to do like a little little short bonus episode. Because they, they do a lot of like reveals of big, big games and stuff. They're like, they're the big one. Like there are a million video game awards, but the Game Awards is like, they're the Oscars. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like uh, the Golden Globes, Tony, and the Oscars. Yeah. Well, the Tonys are specifically for Broadway, so they don't count. But, like, the Golden Globes, the Emmys. That's the and, one. And the, and the Oscars, yeah. You've got, you've got your Golden Joystick Award. And there's at least one other. And then the Game Awards are the, 
Like, if you win Game of the Year at the Game Awards, you won Best Picture at the Oscars. Nice. Yeah. I can't remember what's up. Like, I haven't played enough recent games. I think um, Microsoft Flight Simulator is up for Game of the Year. I mean, I know... Sorry. I know a lot of people stream that game. Like, it's really... Like, like, Flight Sims are not my thing, but it's really impressive. Yeah, they're beautiful games. They're well put together. I mean, because... So it's not up. Uh, Resident Evil Village... It takes two, Psychonauts two, Metroid Dread, Deathloop, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart are the nominees. And I feel like mm, Resident Evil Village will probably take it. I think so too. Yeah. Then, mind you, I have not even touched that game. I don't play horror games. Like, I don't do it. I can't. I tried the last I don't, Resident Evil. I played it for like half an hour, and I had to put down the controllers. Like, I cannot do this. It's the jump scares for me. Yeah. I'm all set. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, personally, I still don't understand why people pay to get scared. Yeah. Like, I mean, skydiving, roller coasters, driving at high speeds. Those are all things that, like, uh, adrenaline junkies go after. Mm-hmm. But, like, being scared is, like... No, thank you. I I don't want to panic all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. You see, I like a really good scary movie. Like, if it's really well done. If it doesn't rely on jump scares. Because jump scares, jump scares are cheap. Like that's it's not it's not real. That's not a real scare. That's that's a cheat. But like those first the first two paranormal activity movies I thought were really good. And it's like they're the kind of movie you can't go back and watch it again. It it loses its loses its appeal after the first viewing. So there's no point. Well, yeah, that's because you know where all the you know the jump scares are. Yeah, that's why they got to keep making more. And obviously, you get into a point where you're like mass producing a, a movie, then it loses its loses its quality over time. Yeah, we watched that newest Paranormal Activity movie. Um, can't remember the name of it. The one that was on HBO Max, and that was a pretty good scary movie. It wasn't a Paranormal Activity movie. Like it didn't follow. Like, it seems like they just used the name to get people to watch it. There were points where they, like, forgot forgot what, like, the model of the movie was. Like, it was all supposed to be on camera, like somebody's camera. So there are yeah. angles and stuff that don't make any sense for that. Like, I can see the guy holding the camera on camera. I feel like that's just lazy filmmaking. Yeah, it's like you forgot halfway through what you were doing. 
It's like in Game of Thrones when they found that Starbucks cup just chilling. Yeah. Mystical Starbucks. That shit was funny. On the Mandalorian, the guy in the t-shirt in the background. Yep. Within 24 hours, that character had a complete backstory. Because of Star Wars. Yeah. Because if you give Star Wars fans anything to run with, they... Uh, they conjure up these amazing things. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that Jar Jar Binks is the ultimate Sith Lord. Yeah. Like every single, like, ev- every single person that you see in a Star Wars movie, doesn't matter if they play a part or not, if they're just there to fill space in the background, every single person has a name and a backstory. Yep. Like the dude with the ice cream maker on on the clouds, Cloud City of Bespin. I feel like you've sent me this and you've told me all about it. He was the entire but basis I'm... for the first season of Mandalorian. <laughs> so that ice cream maker, they de- they decided it was just like a 1980s ice cream maker. But uh. in Star Wars lore, that ice cream maker is a safe. It's a portable safe. And the next time we see it is in The Mandalorian, it's holding the Besker steel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it's canonically supposed to be the exact same safe, but that inspired them. Like, what could be in there? Because John Favreau is just as huge a nerd as we are. And that's why we love him. That still makes me incredibly happy. Yeah. That Star Wars is in the hands of a Star Wars nerd that mm-hmm. wants to make constant content. Yeah. And from the bottom of my heart, I thank you, sir. Yeah, it was like we didn't see eye to eye with George Lucas and what he was doing, but now we're getting movies from nerds. It's great. Speaking great. of... Speaking of nerd movies, I hear uh, rumor is that Brad Pitt is going to be doing a Star Trek movie. Oh? Yeah. Some people think he's going to be the villain in the new Chris Pine one. Like, we've talked about how they're doing a new Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, Kelvin Universe Star Trek movie. People are talking about he might be the villain in that. Or he might be doing if Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek is still happening, he might be in that. But that one, we don't have any, we don't have anything solid. We know that there's a script that Tarantino wrote. <clears throat> it's uh, it, it's heavily inspired by the episode of the original series with the gangster planet. Okay. Yeah, and it will be R-rated. I personally, so I've watched some Discovery, and I find curse words in Star Trek are, like, jarring. Like, you, you hear it, and it's like, that's not supposed to be there. You're not supposed to say the F word on Star Trek. 
there there was one line in Picard that I really loved when Picard was like trying to trying to argue for Starfleet's health, and the admiral looks at him and goes, "Sheer fucking hubris." When are we getting a new season of Picard? Fucking February, I think. No shit. All right. Well, it's close. Time it's to just, close. time to dust off that Paramount Plus fucking yeah. subscription. I'm using BJ's login right now. Mm. This new TV comes with Pluto, which is like a free streaming TV app, and they have a Star Trek channel. It's just always playing Star Trek. No shit. The other morning, Thanksgiving morning, I watched a couple episodes of The Next Generation. They had yesterday's Enterprise and the episode with um, Data's daughter, where he built himself a daughter. Yeah. Wow. Which are two of the like best episodes. Star Trek The Next Generation is hands down like the most syndicated one. Like that's the one you're going to find on television the most often. Yeah, because everybody knows that John Luke Picard is the best captain ever. Mm-hmm. I I, mean, I find myself more I, interested in engineers than I am in captains. But yes, John Luke Picard, best captain, hands down. Trip I mean, Tucker there's, is the best engineer. There's def- there's yes. Tucker is probably one of my favorite characters in Star Trek ever. Fucking love Tucker. That poor man seemed confused more times than he was, like, on point. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was just some country bumpkin in the middle of space. Um, I will give very close runner-up to, um, what was the guy's name in Deep Space Nine? Miles O'Brien. No, uh, the the commander. Oh, uh, Cisco. Yeah, Commander Cisco. I like I liked Deep Space Nine. That was. I'm not going to say it was my favorite Star Trek, but it's a damn close second. Deep Space Nine, when it was on, was not really the kind of. It wasn't. It didn't have the kind of structure that I looked that I was looking for in a TV show. Like the other Star Trek shows were like uh, story of the week. Like every week was a different story unless they had a two-parter and deep space nine had like long running story arcs. And at the time that wasn't the kind of television I was into, but now I want to go back and revisit it. Cause I am into that kind of stuff. Now deep space nine was more of an adult show than any of the others. I think that I can agree with. It was darker. It was, it it broke the Star Trek mold. Cisco was a great character. I really liked Julian Bashir. The doctor. He was great. Yeah. And Quark. I cannot I've tried so many times, I cannot get into Discovery. And I realized the most recent try the most recent attempt I don't care about any of these people. Like, I don't like them. None of these characters have, like, a compelling personality, and I can't I can't get into it. What is this, Discovery? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. The no, main character, Burnham, Burnham, the main character, she is the, the most interesting, but even she's not interesting. There are specific episodes I kind of want to go back and watch because Rain Wilson plays Harry Mudd, and I'd really love to see those episodes. But apart from that, I don't care. Uh, Strange New Worlds is starting soon. I'm excited for that. That's about uh, Captain Pike and the original Enterprise, like before Kirk. Okay. That one should be interesting. Because they've had all those characters. Hmm? Every time I hear about Captain Pike, all I think about is the Futurama episode. Oh, yeah. Where he's in the, the enclosure. And they're on trial. And mm-hmm. like they dismiss they dismiss that guy. He gets up out of the contraption and Leela gets in and starts giving testimony. And the yeah. judge is like, "With the beeps, please." Mm-hmm. That was a great episode. That I was listening to the audio commentary on that episode. The reason James Dewan wasn't on the show, they called his they called his representation, and these guys literally laughed at them. Like, on the phone, laughed at them for asking. That's unfortunate, because that show was so successful. Yeah. Even before that episode, that show was so successful. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they very specifically had William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy record in the booth together. Like, together physically, in person. I mean, and you can tell like their performance off of each other is like hands down one of the best performances in the entire series. I mean, I 100% agree with that. I mean, you put two best friends in a recording studio together. I would hug you, but you don't have a body and you're a man. (laughs) You mean the mass migration of Star Wars fans? No, that was the Star Wars Trek. (laughs) (laughs) That also brings me back to... uh, Fanboys was the movie? Mm Mm-hmm. When they go to that place in Iowa where Kirk was born. Riverside, yeah. They've got the statue of them. And they just hassle the Star Trek fans. Yep. Seth Rogen. That was a good movie. I love the very last scene, spoiler alert, when they're getting ready to sit down and watch episode one, and one of them is just like, what if it sucks? (laughs) Oh, poor guys. They had no idea. They couldn't have known. They had no idea. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. When episode one came out in 1999, mm-hmm. when I was, shit, 12 or 13? I was 13. 12-year-old me, 12-year-old me absolutely loved that movie. Yeah, no, absolutely. And as a person but now, who saw it when he was 12, I still absolutely loved that movie. Well, I mean, I was just going to say now at 33, almost 34... Yeah. I uh, don't like it as I re- much. 
recognize its faults, but but the, the nostalgia is still there. Yeah. And like, here's one thing I can't I can't really forgive twelve, thirteen year old me for, is um, how much he loved Jar Jar Binks. Hmm. Like you fool. That I feel like that was the only point to start yeah. to, to Jar Jar. Like yeah. I get it. We, the Twelve-year-olds are gonna love this character. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I do strongly support the argument for him being the ultimate Sith Lord mm. because it makes him more interesting me, like, as a character. You want him to? It makes him more interesting a as a character. But the other thing is, you don't. Mm. Mm-hmm. How can I put how can I put this in such a way? You're not that much of a bungling idiot. Like there are animals in Star Wars that are smarter than Star than Jar Jar Binks. Mm-hmm. The ability to speak does not make uh, you intelligent. Great Qui Gon quote. Um, <laughs> And only real Star Wars fans would know that. <laughs> <laughs> like anyone that doubts the fact of how much that I love, how much I love Star Wars, regardless of how little memorabilia I have, how, um, you know, like how little I like wear Star Wars stuff and so on and so forth. Yeah. Trust me, my knowledge is sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I have um, very little memorabilia. I don't even have... I didn't even hold on to many action figures. I've got some books. I've got I all, mean, the, don't all get the Blu-rays. Me, don't get me wrong. If suddenly I were to find myself with a large amount of money and could purchase a home, 90% of the UCS Millennium Falcon, 100%. Well, no, 90, yeah, exactly. 90% of my home decor aesthetic would be Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, I would set my living room up like the the common space in the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> you get some of those life-size stormtroopers. Get wearable stormtrooper armor. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of companies out there that make all kinds of really great replica stuff. Yep. And believe me, every single time I see it, my my bank account screams out in pain. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't you do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't don't you dare do it. Look at this helmet. You can put it on. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. 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 There's this guy I went to high school with. I think he was a, maybe a year or two ahead of me. But for Halloween this year, he made his kids Mandalorian armor. What? Like his old, his older son. And these are like kids, like chi- child-sized Mandalorian armor. His older son is Boba Fett and Mandalorian Boba Fett with the black robes. Yeah. 
and his his younger son was Django Fett. But like, got a three he has got a three D printer. He made these like himself, customized and everything, hand painted. And, and 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 what's his name in contact? Fucking crazy. I cannot remember. I can't can't remember who it was. It's either Ricardo or or I think it was Ricardo Barraza. Maybe. Just shoot him an email right now. <laughs> Yo, hey, uh, listen, can I, I get, can I get some Mando warmer? Just give me some Mando warmer. <laughs> can there be? Can there be such a thing as a fat fuck Mandalorian? Mm. <laughs> Here's how fat I am. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's some shit that I... I mean, I don't really go to cons... But that's some shit that I would wear to one. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually I've never been to a any sort of fan convention. I almost went to Wizard World Boston. The plans fell through. But it was it was the last year that they did Wizard World Boston. I went to PAX once. Yeah, I hear PAX is a fun time. It, I had a great time. Um, I got in for free. Nice. Because the the guy I li- the the guy the people I live with they own a game store. True, true. So they probably so they had like a booth. He got, he, yeah, he got exhibitor passes, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to go to PAX?" Like he, yeah. he's, Tom says to me, he goes, "Tom, go, he says uh, Judy doesn't want to go to PAX. Do you want to go?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, what day are we going? He was like, oh, we're, we'll go Sunday. And I was like, so you're telling me that you're going to give me, you're going to get me a free pass that comes with a goodie bag because it's an exhibitor pass. Um, and I'm going to get to watch the the mythic champ, the very first mythic championship finals. Mm. Yes. I was front row when Menducci won that fucking championship. Nice. It was awesome. I had such a great time. When was that? Really they cool. don't, they're not PAX East. 2019. Okay, yeah. They didn't do it last year. They're not doing it this year. And they they don't have any plans to do PAX East again anytime soon. PAX, East Austra- PAX Australia is, is out to just the OG PAX in Seattle. That's the only one they're doing anytime soon. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's the God, Penny Arcade God, guys. God damn coronavirus. Ruin all our good time. Uh, did you know that South Park made a post-COVID, post-pandemic? I saw movie? that, yeah. Yeah. Where everybody's I, like grown-ups. Yeah, they went into lockdown when they were nine, and they're, mm-hmm. like, in their 40s now. Yeah. Because of all the different variants and all the different things and this, that, and the other. 
Yeah. Uh, China has risen up as the world superpower, and oh, <laughs> it is relentlessly funny. I have I saw the trailers for that. I'm not I'm not big on South Park. I might check it out. I'm telling you, if you're looking for a solid chuckle, mm-hmm. get into that. Yeah. I was we were playing Magic last night. Uh, me, John, Austin, and Mike. We were all just we were up at Mike's in New Hampshire. I went and got cigarettes, and we played. Um, <clears throat> and we played a couple of games, and Morgan, Mike's wife put that on while we were playing and I lost track of everything that I was doing. Mm. Well, yeah, you can't put sh- it was... in front of Patty. No, you can't. It's actually very, <laughs> very, very true. Yeah. I've I've seen you phase out. I've seen you just disappear. Um, yeah, no, I, I fade away when televisions are on, that's for sure. A product, a product of being raised in the '90s, I guess. Yeah. All right. Do I have one more thing? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Okay. Freddie coughed himself to death. That's check that off the list. Uh, do I don't you want to commit? This entire episode. Do you want to commit to a live episode on January second? That's a Sunday. Yes. Because yes, I, I be, have. I will be in town. Fo- I have that following Monday off. Nice. Because nice. we're doing. Because New Year's is on a Saturday this year. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? New Year's Day. So New Year's Eve is a Friday. Yeah, New Year's Eve is a Friday night. Um, my boss sent an email. I don't know. I want to say it was last week. Said that we were going to observe Monday the third as the day off. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I can definitely commit to a live episode on Sunday. Cool. We can we can talk about the book of Boba Fett. That'll have that'll have been up for a few days by then. That'll already have a couple episodes out by then, I think. Uh first episode well unless they release two episodes on day one, first episode was will be the twenty ninth. I can't wait. Yeah. That's gonna be so good. Um my like I said, my little nephew. Uh, we were talking. He was he was he had like a couple of Star Wars little fit figurines with him. We were talking about Star Wars while we put the puzzle together. And I looked at him and I said, "You know, there's new Star Wars coming, right?" And he was like, and he just looked up at me with these big wide eyes. <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, we're getting more. Uh, we're getting." Um, more Boba Fett and he was like Boba Fett's so cool and I was like yeah but he's still the most overrated character in the Star Wars universe Hmm. we're rectifying it but yeah um I okay I got one for you I heard a hot take so obviously you know that I I lose myself to TikTok holes every once in a while yeah 
Don't we all? And uh, so most of my TikTok is like trucks, tractors, neat nerd stuff, magic content, and, you know, whatever the fuck else comes across my FYP. But um, <clears throat> I come across this guy who's listing off all these things that's like, or that are just like, you know, whatever, his takes on things and this, that, and the other. And I agreed with 90% of what he said, which mm-hmm. is fine. Uh, generally, I, I, I'll agree with a lot of, like, off-base theories because generally they're right. And um, he comes to Star Wars and he goes, Star Wars fans, Han Solo is the most overrated character in the entire universe. Oh, go fuck yourself. And literally the words that came out of my mouth were, you're fucking wrong. Yeah. Unfollow. I was like, no, 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 no. That's Boba Fett. Yeah. So I wrote him a comment back and I said, I see, I see your Han Solo and I raise you a Boba Fett. And he sends me a, and he sends me a message back. He goes, no, you're absolutely right. I rescind my statement. Mm. I was like, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Han Solo definitely plays more of a part. Yeah. Like, he does stuff. That's square one. Han Solo does things. Like, if it weren't for Han Solo, Luke Skywalker would have been destroyed Mm -hmm. by Darth Vader in the very first movie. Yeah. He had to show up and save the day. He saved the day. That's what Han Solo does every single time. And we see it in episode nine, mm-hmm. when he shows up with the whole fleet, or not him, yep. fucking, uh, I shouldn't say that, that's not true, it's not yeah, true. Yeah, no, it is, it's, it's, not true. it's Lando Calrissian, but he is in, in the, the Millennium, Millennium Falcon. Falcon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I rescind my statement. Yeah. I apologize. This is an automatic editorial. Still, Han, I apologize. Han Solo, Han Solo still not not overrated at all. Yeah. Thoroughly the spirit rated. of Han Solo lives on in Lando Calrissian and the, and the Millennium Falcon. And Ray. I'd say arguably his effect on Ray's character is more important than Luke Skywalker's. Yeah. Yeah. He took her off that planet. Mm-hmm. Or well, no, she got off the planet. He took her to Maz. Or he convinced her to not Maz. to go back. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when they go to Maz, and she finds the lightsaber, and thus the trilogy is born. Mm-hmm. Man, outside of our Star Wars episodes, this has been our our, our heaviest on Star Wars episode in a while. Because we haven't recorded a Star Wars episode in a while, I think. Is the thing we haven't well, been because, getting that out of our system. Because, yeah, well, obviously, one, it's because we don't have a bunch of new content. Two, we're going through the movies in a completely separate series. Uh, yeah. Keeping up with the Skywalkers, shameless plug. Yeah. Um, yeah. Keep your eyes out next week for our Christmas episode. Oh my oh. God! I <laughs> so can't wait for this Christmas yeah. episode. Uh, no, no spoilers. Get no together spoilers. next. We're not telling anyone what we're doing. No. Get together next. Uh, oh wait, next... shit! Did we already talk about it? We did. We talked about it at the end of Return of the Jedi, so they will have heard it. 
God damn it. All right. It's cool. Well, it's then cool. I guess... I guess Die Hard, Die Hard will have been up. Uh, no, we're Die Hard. Will, we uh, will wait and tell them because we we gave a title for Die Hard, but we came up with a much better title for Die Hard afterwards. That's true. We really did. Yeah, but that'll Big have gone up last week. Is, Big Fat Entertainment is on the map, sir. Yes, yes, but that Die Hard will actually have gone up last week as of this episode's upload even though we're recording it next sunday i'd say that's probably going to be a shorter one i think but oh, like shit. a nice little we're christmas special next sunday. yeah okay i mean we don't need to we just right. need to do it before the 12th no we well we're just going to have to do it early morning like we always do yeah i was just thinking next sunday cuz then i can get it uploaded before the, um, before our uploads tick over into the next uh, billing cycle. Yeah. I like to get as much as possible <laughs> uploaded beforehand. So, uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Do not email us at keepingthefat at gmail.com unless you want to talk to us about Star Wars. Or you're from Germany. We're ta- we we take all commerce on Star Wars. Yeah, all commerce. Yeah. Only your hottest. Bring takes. me, bring me, bring me. Yes, bring me your hottest takes and your hottest uh, fan theory, whatever the hell you want to do. And I will either agree with you and tell you why, or I will disagree with you and dismantle your entire argument. Yeah. All right, that was a that was a good solid episode. You guys can hear us live on January second. Uh, keep an eye on our Facebook page; we'll announce official times for that. We'll probably be—I'd say we'll probably be with Will again for for the live one. Do it in his garage like we did last time, unless it's too cold. That audio came, that audio came out so good. It was so crisp. It was so clean. Yeah. All right, fatty. It's been a real one. Yes, sir. I'll see you. All right, man. I'll I'll talk to you later. I love you, man. Bye. Love you, too. Bye.